On today's show, Volkswagen is desperate to sell Jettas, Nissan gets creative with its LMP1 race car, and ride-sharing and autonomous cars could have a huge impact on car sales. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for June 1st of 2015. Car sharing and autonomous vehicles could have a devastating impact on car sales. That's the conclusion of a report from Barclays, the banking and investment services company. It says car ownership will drop 50% by the year 2050. The report is titled Disruptive Mobility and sees the market evolving into four segments. First, traditional cars that are driven by people, Second, family autonomous cars, where a family uses only one automobile. Third, shared autonomous cars, sort of like a robot taxi. And fourth, pooled shared autonomous cars, where multiple people share a car for the same ride. In this last category, Barclays believes that each car will drive 64,000 miles a year, with costs dropping to only 8 cents per mile. Today, that cost is about 59 cents per mile. At this point, it predicts U.S. car sales will drop to only 9.5 million a year and that the nation's entire car fleet will fall to only 100 million vehicles, down from about 240 million today. It says General Motors will have to slash its manufacturing footprint by 68% and Ford will have to slash it by 58%. Ever since the Great Recession, car demand has been booming and prices have been going up and up and up. But now that is starting to change. Bloomberg reports that in some parts of the United States, you can lease a Volkswagen Jetta for as little as $39 a month. And in most areas, you can get one for less than $100 a month. That's a sign of desperation, folks. And if you want an electric car, Chevy will lease you a Spark EV for only $139 a month. Although at the moment, the car is only sold in California and Oregon. And it's not just in the U.S. Automakers are cutting prices in China, and in South Korea, Hyundai is offering interest-free loans. But that didn't translate into more sales, which fell 8% in May. No doubt about it, we're starting to see this turn into a buyer's market. We have a lot more coming up right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles, and by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. Nissan was at the bleeding edge of racing technology when it first came out with the Delta Wing, but the team had to get creative to stay on that edge for its new LMP1 car. While the rules did not allow them much aerodynamic flexibility at the back of the car, the front is a whole different story. That's where the focus went, and that's why it has a radical front engine, front drive setup. Where you might normally see a weight distribution as close to 50-50 as possible, Nissan's new LMP1 car has 65% of its weight, downforce, and tire size at the front. Hollow tubes that run down the length of the car help fill the low pressure wake off the rear, which creates downforce with very little drag penalty. The faster this car goes, the more downforce it creates. At 150 miles per hour, it could drive on the ceiling. This allows drivers to push a little bit extra into corners. But as one driver puts it, 
this car requires a completely different driving technique and a lot more confidence. Nissan's LMP1 will first race at the 24 Hours of Le Mans later this month. You know, fixing up a classic car can be a real challenge if you don't have the right parts. But not if you're an owner of an old Porsche 911. The company is reproducing dashboards for model years 1969 to 1975. They look just like the original, but are upgraded with new materials that meet today's standards. The dash costs over $1,300 and can be ordered from any authorized dealer in the U.S. And since putting in the new dash involves taking out the windshield, the company recommends you have the dealer install it. The company says it plans to offer more reproduced parts in the future. We love keeping you up to speed on all the latest developments in connected cars and mobility services. So be sure to watch for our coverage of the TU Automotive Detroit Conference this week, where the best minds in the business will be sharing their latest technologies and services. Coming up next, John has his driving impressions of the new Mazda Miata MX-5. Why Tucson? There's the 17-inch alloy wheels, a panoramic sunroof, and the rear-view camera. And if that's not enough reasons, the touchscreen nav can help you find a few more. The Hyundai Tucson. The internet is cluttered with all kinds of reviews of the Mazda Miata MX-5 because today is the day that Mazda released the embargo on driving impressions for U.S. journalists. In a nutshell, we can say this is the best Miata ever. It's handsomer, roomier, lighter, faster, and more fuel efficient. The pleasure starts with the raising or dropping of the convertible top. Just tug on the latch and the spring-loaded top pops up where it's easy for you to grab. And you can drop the top in one easy motion with one hand. No more torn rotator cuffs. The 2-liter 155-horsepower inline-four is now mounted behind the front axle line, making this a true front mid-engine car. And while other sports cars are turning to noise cancellation to enhance the engine sound, Mazda actually uses a plastic pipe to pump engine noise directly through the firewall into the cabin. From the moment you slip behind the wheel, you'll find yourself familiar with almost everything about this car. Though this is the fourth generation of the Miata, it stayed true to its roots, a simple, practical sports car. The manual shift lever, which is the only version I got to drive, is precise with relatively short throws. About the only nod to the modern era is a touchscreen that can also be controlled by a rotary knob on the console. Other than that, it keeps a fairly traditional-looking cluster of analog gauges nicely tucked behind the steering wheel where they are easy to read. This car is a delight to drive. It's very well balanced, and all your inputs, whether steering, braking, or accelerating, are instantly rewarded with immediate response. Tight, predictable, and visceral, the new Miata is true to its heritage. It comes in three trim levels, Sport Club and Grand Touring. Prices range from $25,735 for a base Sport to $32,820 for a Grand Touring with a Brembo BBS package. While there are other sports cars in the marketplace, Dave Coleman, the vehicle development engineer for the U.S. version of the car, says that the biggest competitor of the new Miata is actually a used Miata. He says they had to make the new one different enough and new enough so that someone would want this one and not, say, a 2009 model. We say, mission accomplished. 
Hey, that wraps up today's AutoLine Daily. Remember, we will be right back here again tomorrow.